Hey there, it's Fashti Sarah. Welcome back to Post Blog. If this is your first time listening, go ahead and hit the subscribe button, like button, follow button, share button, all the buttons to stay connected with the Post Blog podcast. If this is not your first time listening, thank you. Thank you for coming back. Thank you for staying connected and for being along this journey. Coffee blesses my heart. And that's what we're going to talk about. Not coffee, but the things that bless our hearts, the things that we value, but more so pocket blessings. If you read my blog post at the end of May, I talked about the value we have in pocket blessings and how we view pocket blessings as a blessed life. Blessed, if you don't know, in Hebrew, the intent for that word, it means to increase in joy and in peacefulness. Yeah, in different parts of the Bible, the meaning shifts to some degree or another, but the root of it does not change. It is to increase in joy and in peacefulness. But isn't it interesting that the world views a blessed life as that of pocket blessings. We view monetary value as a way or as a means of being blessed. Other blessings in life like family, health, strength, joy, peace of mind are secondary to us. If you read my post, you know that I did not necessarily grow up rich in terms of money or in finances. I grew up pretty much middle class, but I had a very rich life in the sense of I had a lot of joy. Yeah, there were tough years. There were financial problems. There were health problems. There were, you know, my parents, of course, struggle from time to time, just as any normal family. But I could say I could I could honestly say that I lived a rich life, a life that was fulfilling. It wasn't perfect. It wasn't magical by any means, but it was blessed And I think a lot of that has to do with our outlook in life. And I didn't get to this point. I didn't think that way my entire time growing up because growing up, I saw different people had more than I did or people went on more vacations than I did or dressed differently than I did or, you know, their family life looked a little bit differently. And of course, growing up, that could make you envious, that could make you jealous of what other people have. But it wasn't until my adolescent years that I realized Gosh, Vashti, you, you were blessed. Yes, they were challenging times. Yes, they were difficult times. But in actuality, you lived a blessed life. You have lived a blessed life so far. You had joy, you had peace of mind, and you had increased in every season of your life. You had some type of increase. The sad thing is this generation, we have a hard time seeing blessings outside of pocket blessings. We have a hard time seeing that a blessed life is more than money. It's more than monetary status. It's more than wealth. It's far more than that. And we see that in the news. We see that over time in history where men and women who have the most money in the world or who are considered the wealthiest women and men in the world, they commit suicide or they're extremely depressed or they're lacking or missing something in their life that provides that increase of fulfillment. And I believe, you may disagree with me, but I believe that that has to do with the heart, the heart that is missing an important and key person. And you know where I'm going here. It's Jesus. In 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 6 through 10, Paul writes, but godliness with contentment is great gain for we brought nothing into the world and we cannot take anything out of the world. But if we have food and clothing with these, we will be content. But those who desire to be rich 
fall into temptation, into a snare, into many senseless and harmful desires that plunge people into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil. It is through this craving that some have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves into many pains. So here Paul is talking about what true blessing is. He never said that money is wrong. Money is not wrong. Money is not evil. Money is not a horrible thing to have. I just want to make that very clear because we have to work. We have to steward what we have. And in working, we gain money. In working, we gain some type of status. As we keep working harder and harder, we should be advancing as the years go by. So there's nothing wrong with money. Money makes the world go around, essentially. We have to pay our bills. We have to eat. You know, we have to survive. But money, the love of money, is where all kinds of evil birth from. The more money we have, we tend to be a little bit more prideful. The more money we have, we tend to lack faith in God because we feel we have all control in our hands. The more money we have, the more likely we'll push God away and just live our lives because we we got this. What I'm trying to hammer at is that the love of money, the love of money is where we get it wrong. The love of money is where we get a little bit twisted, where we feel as if without this much in the bank, we cannot be joyful. Without this much in our home, we cannot be content. Contentment isn't found in money. Contentment isn't found in things. Contentment births from within and within is that godliness. That godliness that puts faith in Jesus and no matter what, no matter what's around you, no matter what you have, you know that God is good and he loves you. And that sounds so simple, to be honest. It sounds so naive to say, if you know God is good and he loves you, then you should be content. Ridiculous, doesn't it? It sounds ridiculous, but I'm going to be honest with you. That's just it. And it's hard to believe that that it is what we should be believing and what we should be pursuing. Knowing that God's good and because God's good, he loves us and we have everything we need. This podcast is a little bit different. It's not big on theology or big on any type of moral character building, but I want to challenge you. Find a time today. It doesn't have to be an hour. It doesn't have to be 30 minutes. It could be as simple as 10 minutes or five minutes. Just find a time today and think back. Think back on God's blessings on your life. Think back on outside of money. He may have provided for you in school. He may have provided for you in buying a car, buying a house. But think back on those blessings in life that you've overlooked. Maybe God saved your parents' marriage. Maybe God saved you from an accident. Maybe you lost a family member and that hurts really, really bad. And you were at the point of suicide, but God intervened and said, hey, you're not alone. I'm with you through this. Grief hurts, but I'm with you. Maybe God sent a friend along the way and and that friend has stuck by your side during that season of grief. Maybe God's blessing in your life is the very breath in your lungs. Maybe God's blessing in your life is the testimony that you have today to witness to those around you, to let them know that, hey, God is faithful. Maybe God's blessing in your life is a healthy family. You haven't lost anyone. Everyone's good. Everyone has a job. Maybe God's blessing in your life is that newborn child. Whether that child was conceived out of wedlock or conceived through a very difficult situation, but that blessing is those tiny little hands that you're holding, that little heartbeat you're hearing. Maybe That's what God's blessing is in your life. Again, there's nothing wrong with pocket blessings. Absolutely nothing wrong with it. But when we value 
money over joy and contentment and peace of mind, the things that God ultimately wants us to have through his love, then we've shifted who our God is. God then becomes wealth. And then Jesus, our heavenly father, he becomes secondary. And we know as Christ followers, we should not have any other gods, but yet we secretly or unbeknowingly have placed someone else as our God over our life. So I want to challenge you today. If you're struggling with valuing money over God, you need to find a time. No one else can do this for you. You need to find a time to submit that struggle, to submit that God in your life and say, Jesus, I need you to take control. Jesus, I need you to be the center of my life. I need to learn how to find contentment. I need to learn how to find that peace in mind and joy, not in the things, but knowing first that you're a good God. And second, because you're a good God, you love me. And I do not have to worry about anything else, but I will have faith knowing that you will take care of it. How can you trust God today? How can you shift the idea of blessing from money to who God is and those he has surrounded you with. That's it for today, guys. I hope y'all enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button, like button, follow button, share button, all the buttons to stay connected with the post blog podcast. Same time, same place next week. I love y'all. But remember, God loves you most.